everyone, welcome back to the That One Video Galaxy Podcast. I'm Gerard. I'm Brett. And this... I'm Ted. Oh my goodness. Uh, this is Ted. Guys. There, there goes the neighborhood. There what? goes the neighborhood. We officially have indoctrinated to replace <laughs> indoctrinated. Al. We indoctrinate Ted today as the replacement for Al. Rip Al. Shoutouts to Al Galetti. We miss him. We love him. Al Galetti has moved on to bigger, badder, greener pastures. Uh, he was like, I got a real job. And we're like... Yeah, we can't be mad. Uh, <laughs> but we're kind of mad. It's We're kind of mad because we love him and we miss yeah. him dearly. However, we've got Ted in here. Ted Yay, is not going to be Ted. on the, that one Get Video Galaxy podcast. Hey, Ted. It's an honor to be here. Thank you guys so much for the invitation. So this Ted, isn't a bit. Ted is genuinely like excited. Like, <laughs> when, I, when we told Ted he was going to be on the podcast, he like got emotional and like <laughs> he got a little teary-eyed. He tried to kiss us. <laughs> so, I thought I did kiss you kissed I someone. I got away. So Ted, okay. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some pointers on on the mic just because I know you haven't been around here before. Sure. Uh, when you talk, talk directly into the mic. If you're gonna look away, right. from, if you're gonna look towards us, like yeah, there you go, gotcha. exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Because gotcha. these mics are pretty good. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Don't. Um, I know it's been a while. It's uh, been it's been about a month uh, since we've done the podcast. Reason being is that we've been super busy and stressed out across the board. With the launch of the Switch, with uh, PAX, Breath of the Wild, Al leaving, uh, I'm, I started my Buff Boys Regiment, which uh, you can put... I, I forgive you, Ted. You <laughs> can go ahead and let everybody know he did not say Butt Boys. I said I, Buff Boys. I heard Butt. butt I know butt you heard boys. Butt. He said Butt. That's a whole different podcast for a whole different day. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, you can... Yeah, how do you feel with that? You, you okay with that? Is that you, is that you feel comfortable? With Butt Boys? No, with... Yeah, I'm comfortable with Butt Boys. <laughs> we know what Ted <laughs> no. is comfortable with. Anyways, so Ted's here. Ted, what do you do in the office? I do as much as I can, which ends up being like helping helping you out a lot, uh, editing. Can you be writing, bigger? Okay, there we go. There we go. Sorry. There you go. Never mind. The top yeah. top ten. Sure. Editing beer bros. Yeah. A lot of that. Managing. Ted. Ted. Organizing a little bit. Ted literally <clears throat> is the does everything in the office man. This guy <laughs> probably works harder than most of us nowadays, and. Uh. <laughs> I look like I am. <laughs> I try to look like I am. You're the one thing, of all trades, one thing you are going to love about Ted is that Ted's bit mm-hmm. is that he's always just a little bit too awkward. And he does it. I don't do you do it on purpose or is it just who you are? Cause I think I've I've confused myself whether I am or not. <laughs> I've done I don't know so why much. you asked. That was the only <laughs> possible answer you could have gotten out of it. <laughs> I no, like look. Let me tell you guys. I used to wonder about Ted. I used to I used to wonder about Ted. Is like, is Ted like slow, or is Ted like a comedic genius? Really? You ever meet those kinds? Yes. Yes. You ever slow. meet those kinds of people? And then I found out for sure which one it was. When we were sitting up in this room late at night, it was me, Ted, and Patrick. I don't know what we were doing, waiting for a video to like finish or something like that. But it was very, very late, <laughs> so we were already pretty punchy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we were over there in that corner over there, uh, and we were talking about like you know it's those late night conversations where you go, man, like what if like a zombie outbreak happened right now? How would we fare? What would we do? And the conversation drifted to if a if a xenomorph from aliens like m- popped and manifested in the room. How many of us would survive? Would we survive? Right. And then that xenomorph went to like a Bengal tiger, like because yeah. we like, decided xenomorph. The three of us with all the shit we have in the room, we decided one of us would probably live out of three. That one last person would be very fucked up and scarred, might not make it through the night. Yeah. Then we were like, okay, we can't handle a xenomorph. What about a Bengal tiger? An aggressive Bengal tiger, like a Bengal tiger that is just as confused as we are, because Ted was like, "Oh, you know what I mean?" Yeah, yeah. Could we survive? And that's when Ted was like, "I, I think about this a lot, actually." Yeah, like I, spe- I was like, <laughs> I specifically have thought of this of being attacked by a, either a tiger or a bear. So I was like, I know exactly what to do here. And I'm like, Oh, really? And like, Ted, what do you do? What do you do? What would you, What would you do? So I planned this out several times, but. I, I try to put myself in the place of the tiger. So if I'm like, I want to eat you, I'm coming at you. Um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reverse that. It's coming at me. Yeah. I'm going to shove my arm as far down his throat as possible. And it can't, it can't ch- like breathe. 
Like it's going, it's gonna, it can't even do anything. Like it's just like done. My arm is in its throat. It's like too much of a good thing. Like it wants to eat me, but it's like, here you go. So Careful I, what you wish for. I asked him, I'm sitting there looking at him, and Pat had already heard this before. <laughs> Pat's the one that got him to say it, and Pat's like, yeah. And then I'm looking at Ted, and I'm like, is this, you know, once again, looking at his eyes, like, is this a bit? And I can see he's serious. So then I sit there, and I picture a Bengal tiger popping in the room, and I tell him, I already said what I would do. I would immediately try and use my weight as an advantage. So I would fall on the motherfucker, right? Yeah, yeah. And hope that these guys, like, use that frame advantage. To be like, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So I'm si- I lay on the tiger. Tiger's a strong dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm you- hoping that I wouldn't have to be like, let's go. But assuming that Ted's standing there, I'd be like, Ted, let's go do something. <laughs> and then the 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 idea in my head of Ted being like, mm-hmm. and then looking at the tiger and being like, I, I guess I better put my hands in its mouth. <laughs> I, you guys ever laugh so hard <laughs> that you can't breathe and you go to like the astral plane? <laughs> like you go to fight yeah. the Shadow King on the oh. Astro. That like, was, I was beautiful g- to watch. I was gone. That was beautiful to watch. I was I was gone. I thought I was dead. <laughs> I did too, honestly. It was Ted thinks the best way to beat a tiger <laughs> is to, to feed himself to the tiger. <laughs> feed yourself to the tiger. Yeah, so too you can... much of a good thing is a bad thing. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I didn't want it this fast. Ah. That's not <laughs> done. I win. My arm might be injured a little bit. Sure. A little bit? <laughs> a little bit is your reaction? A little? That thing's got fucking uh, teeth. It's going to chew you up. Listen, I didn't talk about how fast I'm going to do this. All right. I'm just going to, like, so fast down its throat. Pop it. Yeah. Right there. Like, just, it doesn't even have time to know what's going on. <laughs> Guys, welcome Ted to the podcast. We're going to have a lot of conversations <laughs> like this. Good to have... Good- no, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> this is this is uh you guys, you guys the may, best you could have got. You guys may recognize Ted from the recent uh, season of The Completionist. We've been oh. uh, killing Ted mm-hmm. almost every month. Once a month, yeah. we kill Ted. You're welcome uh, for your enjoyment. Yeah. So thank you, thank you for being here, Ted. Yeah. Thank mm. you guys for inviting me. Like again, I can't, I can't thank you enough. So so Genuinely. so Ted. Yes. Uh, I don't usually do this, but since you it, you are you are now part of the team, mm. I'm gonna let you pick the topic today. We don't know what it is. He didn't hear about that, did he? No, he didn't. He's springing him on it, right? Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> Look at that face. Look at that face. He has no idea. <laughs> All right. So, <sighs> the topic just... the topic of choice, Ted. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I he I can't because he hasn't played it. And I haven't played much of it. I haven't played enough of it yet. Motherfucker, <laughs> the play of the game. The play, the of, play the game? of the game. The stage play, Breath of the Wild. Yes, great. Uh, yeah, I I can't talk about it. Okay, we can't do that. But we can talk. I mean, we can talk about it, but uh, you know. Okay, what else? Yeah, you put him on the spot. You can Let's talk about really the show. You can talk about what it's like to work in the office. <laughs> we can talk about. Uh, how Buff Boys is going? We can talk about. Yeah, I'm I'm down to talk about that. You want to talk about how my, my the health training has been going? Yeah, sure. Great. Let's talk about that other thing I'm not involved in. This will be great. <laughs> this is wonderful. Oh no. <laughs> well, I think I think it's actually I think I know you're not involved in it, Brett, but I definitely feel like it's all encompassing with how things are being run in the office. Just because. Um, we have had a big change up with Al not being here. Mm. It's put a lot of pressure on us across the board. And he left right when I started doing these workout regiments. And so now um, I have become an old man. I'm old. Yes. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> you sound like Maggie Smith and Hook. I'm old, Peter. I'm old, Peter. Remember that I'm shot? Long. Do you remember yeah. that shot where nope, like we're she talk- turns around? Let's talk about that movie. And, and then <laughs> just Hook. That's what I want. But do, do you that. remember like? All right, you hey, he what, said it. We're talking about Hook. That's with, the podcast. The little boy today. playing Peter Pan like extends his hand, and then Maggie like he sees fucking Maggie Smith, and then his hand does like a one of those. Yeah. Yeah. If you're expecting like cute ass like Gwyneth Paltrow, hell no. Like, Put yeah. that back. Yeah, you get where it came Smith. from. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, I watched uh, like Cinema Sins of Hook. Oh, we're still okay. He was serious. Great. Let's talk about. That. Yeah, I mean, I'm really serious. Like, I'm yeah. way more excited about Hook. Bradley, can you title this episode "Getting Fit Psych 
It's time to talk about Hook. <laughs> Title it "Getting Getting Fit with Captain Hook." That's, I like that. I that's like yeah, good. that's good. Cinema Sins. Yes, yeah, Cinema Sins. I watched I one watched of their it. episodes. I did. What, I did a I, panel I, with Cinema Sins at Rhode Island oh, Comic Con. Sure. Yeah. I quickly realized though that like they don't they Cinema Sins like it's like a bunch of and we talk are we thinking of the same one where it's like a, like a very rapid fire list of like a bunch of things. That yeah. But I, I realized that it wasn't really Cinema Sins as much as it was like this thing that I didn't understand or like in the movie. With a joke. Sometimes. Every, every now and then. Yeah, I think I think that's a a lot of them, and then some of them is like. This is just a way of telling a story that's in a lot of movies, so it's a sin. Weird. That's like narration or something nope, like that. Nope, not a sin. That's a yeah. device. Anyway, what do you have to say about it? I just want to make sure we talk about the We same respect thing. these anyway, guys, I, I by like, the way, regardless. Yeah. Great. Anyway, I was like blasting through like 50 of these in okay. a row. Okay. And I, and I saw the hook one, and he, there was like so many. And I was like, okay, yeah, that actually kind of makes sense. But mm-hmm. like in my mind, after every one, I was like, but have you heard the music that goes with it? <laughs> <laughs> but have you heard the music? Because he, he doesn't play any of the music. Dude. It changes everything. You guys want to talk about... I want to play Hook now, the game. It was the, Wait, there was a game? Super Nintendo game. Hell yeah. Any good? It was all right. As a kid, it was one of those titles... You know, you ever go to like, like hole-in-the-wall movie places when you were a kid and get like and rent games? Yeah. Hook was like my, oh my game gosh. that I always rented. Gotcha. It was Hook, Cool Spot, mm. Mega Man X4, and uh, fucking that shitty ass Olympic game. Uh, the Olympics. No, no, it was like no, no, shitty it wasn't. It, you played as the mascot. Oh, the ring, about, the ring dude. Yeah, I got. I did a whole yeah. top ten about weird ass licensed games, and that def. I got to look it up now. I. I had a I had a little rinky dink like it was called Top Tan Video because it was a tanning salon and a video store where you could rent oh, games you or went movies. To top no tan shit, video. Top Tan top Video. Top Tan Video. It's pretty good. And I went there since I was a kid and it was like almost every Friday me and my mom would go get a pizza from the place connected to it. Oh, I miss pizza. Get movie get a couple <laughs> movies and like a game or two. I feel you. That's it was great. Good, that's a good Friday, dude. It By the way, so the name the <clears throat> name of the game is Izzy's Quest for Olympic Gold. Izzy. And his name oh, is no. Izzy, the 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 logo mascot for the nineteen ninety two and onward Olympics. Wow. Is he like a blue guy? He's a blue guy. Yeah. yeah. Can we put him on screen? Yeah. He's right there you here. There you go, Ted. He's my He's, a, He's he right here. He's a blue guy. He's a oh. blue guy. Yeah, I see him. He's a blue guy. Yeah. Whoa! Oh! <laughs> oh God! You killed him. Look, fuck off, Izzy. Look, he was dead way before Brett came along, so it's fine. <laughs> I went. I went. I went. Saying a lot. <laughs> so Hook. If you guys haven't seen Hook, please go see it. Oh yeah, spoiler. I love Hook only spoiler because a, it is a lovely. Um, it is a lovely asking what if you follow these characters to their somewhat natural conclusions. Robin Williams is great. Julia yeah, Roberts is great. Uh, fucking Dustin Hoffman, man. Dude. Long live. Is he, is he the king? No. <laughs> He's Captain Hook. What does he say? Well, he has a lot of great lines. He, oh, he does too many. Uh, one of my favorites is like, uh, uh, oh, no amount of clapping will, was it rescue from while I'll send you. <laughs> Just threatening a fairy. It's very funny to me. <laughs> I, uh, who else is in there? Uh, uh, Bob Hoskins. Is in that movie, man. That's right, he is. He's incredible. Where's me? Shmi's me. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About little little Dante Bosco. Dante Bosco, who, by the way, if you love Hook, mm. he is trying to kickstart a film that is about the origin of of Rufio. Rufio. Who would he play? Ooh, Rufio's dad? Cool. No, he'd be Rufio. That's that does, that's cool. What do you? What does that even? Or how, my, yeah. How are you gonna? How are you gonna be, have? Yeah, you'd be old Rufio. Yeah, but Rufio. But young. Big ass spoiler alert! If you haven't seen Hook, Rufio bites it. Yeah. So how are you gonna have? I don't know. Forged... I don't know, man. <laughs> I have no idea. But I do know that I. I'll look it up. You can definitely check it out. Um, hey man, I'm in. Let's I'm see. In. I'll watch the hell out of that. So Dante. Dante Bosco. Bosco. Dante Bosco, we miss you, dude. Come and hang out with He's us. He's a good dude. He. Have you he, met him? Yeah, I met him a few times. A few times. Yeah, he's in the like he's in the uh, circle of like 
Um, circle of life. No, he's in the circle of. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> he's a part of the circle. Hook of life. prequel, a Kickstarter that was launched by Rufio actor Dante Basco. Let's see. Well, we know what the hook prequel is. Reason. I want to see. It's Peter Pan. The Pan. Hook prequel find, is Peter Pan. I'm trying to find the Kickstarter. Let's see. Let's see if it's doing. It's called Bangarang, a short fan film. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here about Rufio before Hook. Mm. Uh, good news is. Uh, it was funded, so it is happening. Okay. Awesome. Their goal was thirty thousand dollars, and they made sixty-eight thousand seven hundred and ninety. Okay. Um, the Kickstarter is still live, and you can definitely um, go ahead and still donate. Uh, I just want to read you these um, these rewards because they're great. Yeah, go on. For ten dollars, you can become a lost boy. You're a lost boy. You get a special thanks as well as exclusive access to the behind-the-scenes content of the film. Oh, you might tight. even learn to fly. Twenty-five dollars. Rufio's what army. A deal. You're part of Rufio's elite squad. Yes. You'll get all of the above as well as a personalized thank you letter from Dante and the filmmaking team. Yo. Fifty dollars. You're believing, Peter. You're starting <laughs> to believe in the magic of Neverland. You get all the above and a signed exclusive Rufio Don Basco photograph. Note, this will be a digital copy. Oh, okay. $100. Bangarang. All the above and signed physical copy of a photo of Dante Basco as Rufio, plus all oh, of the digital right. assets from storyboards to concept art and the MP3s of the score. <gasps> uh, $250. In your face, camel cake. All the above and Dante Basco. Wait, 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 wait. In your face, camel cake? That's not what Is he it- said. Well, what does it even rhyme? In your face. What is he? He's talking about someone. He doesn't say camel cake. Maybe he does. Whatever. Maybe he does. Now I'm upset. All the above, and Dante will create you a custom voicemail message as either leader of the Lost Boys or Prince Zuko. You also get access to early cuts of the film. For $1,000, you are the pan. Everything up top, as well as associate producer credit, which grants you an exclusive set visit. Welcome back, the pan man. Uh, welcome back, pan the man. Oh my God, Gerard. Yeah. Welcome back. Let me borrow a thousand dollars. Also me too. Twenty five hundred dollars. You can fly. You can fight. You can. You are a producer, and you have all the rewards above, as well as a VIP meet and greet and hang out with the full cast of the project at the Los Angeles after party screening. You will also receive your own title card for your credit. Why are we doing this? For $10,000. Well, hold on now. Looky, looky, I got hooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the above <laughs> awards and executive producer credit. This earns you a seat in the video village during a, your set visit. Hang out with the cast, crew, and tell. You can even call action once. Why aren't we doing this? <laughs> Not the 10000 Why don't we do the, what is it, 2500 2500 bucks? If I put in like, react. if I put in a G, you put in a G, let's just fucking... Just go like on the set of Hook prequel. Do you want to do it? Yes. <laughs> is it? Uh, is it yo, a feature yo, this... length film? No, it's a short film. Coming of a story okay. about a young Filipino boy who becomes a hero inspired by the movie Hook. Oh, his origin is going to be that he's Filipino. I'm so down with that. Yeah. Oh, so it's going to like start him in like the real world before yeah. he yeah. goes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. my god. Yeah. Uh, this was funded a few days ago. Like so, you just reached his goal a few. Yeah, days ago? two days ago I reached his goal. Well, two days as we were recording. Because we record this on Thursdays. Well, your homework is just to go watch Hook, you guys. Yo, uh, I will give you a shout-out on Twitter if you actually donate to this <laughs> to this Kickstarter. It'd be great. I will I will do that. Um, This is going great. I'm real happy so far. Ted, how are you doing? I'm great. I love Hook. I, I just want to s- s- play the music, like, <laughs> all yeah. the time. I hear you. I there's a gas station we go to near our office that like the first couple notes of like the door opening yeah is reminds me of that soundtrack. It just makes you happy. Yeah. Did I tell you about about the terrible? Thought about the terrible. This is your fan film, right? Well, not a fan film, but just an idea. I think is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Did I tell you? You definitely when we when I first met you on the very first episode of Ari and Stone that we shot. I was talking about thought about the terrible. Well, yes, you were. (laughs) You what? Were t- it was the first time we met, which, by the way, if you go check uh, Ari and Stone Identity Theft, way back from 2009 on mm. YouTube, mm. you will see Brett and I. Uh, that's the first day we met. 
Yeah. And that's and and uh, the first time we ever did anything together. True. And uh, did anything. Did anything. <laughs> uh, you have we have we came up with with Pizza Pussy Planet, I believe. Oh, God bless the triple P. Yeah, the triple P. Uh, we did the Cosby wraps. Yeah, the three, the three outtakes of the Cosby. It was a great day. It was awesome. But, but more importantly, you told us about this. I can't believe I was thinking about this back then. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about Thud about the terrible? I don't. Possibly. Very long story short, you remember Thud Bet from Hook? Yeah, 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 yeah. The the the, your chunky black kid. And he he can just turn into a ball. That's his power. (laughs) And gets and gets rolled around. (laughs) Yes, I'm pretty sure he's in the hook game as that ball. Like you like roll him. Of course he is. Yeah, yeah. Of course he is. Uh, Yeah. Wait, who do you play as in the hook game? Pan. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but Thudbutt, good old Thudbutt, uh, he got left in charge. Of the Lost Boys, he was the new pan at the end of Hook. Yeah, they gave him sorry the sword. for the spoilers. That's right. Yeah, because right. we forgot about that. His mind was blown. Yeah, as it should have been. Like, oh like, sure, but he did. Like, they planted it kind of well in the film because it showed that like he was a little bit more mature than a lot of them. You know. Yeah. Uh, and caring, but the the fact of the matter is, like, I just thought about the terrible is this idea in my head of like, once again following this logical projection progression of what would happen to these characters if you kept going. Sure. I would love to imagine that like. If Hook is gone, pirate infrastructure is just messed up, leaving them weakened and whatnot. I would just love sure. if Thudbutt, because of the lack of balance between Lost Boy and Pirate, became a dictator. You know what I mean? If he absorbed, yeah, like, absorbed the evil. pirates, thus throwing off the balance of Neverland itself. And, you know, the Lost Boys are ultimately after fun, which is why they keep fucking with pirates in the first place. You yeah. Know, they're after adventure. So if you conquer all the adventure in Neverland, you have to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Thudbutt the Terrible to me is the I, this this comic book, if you will, idea of Thudbutt having absorbed the pirates, having entrapped Tinkerbell in a little fucking locket on his neck because she's the only like person rebelling against him. As they like oh, escape Neverland and are just immortal young boys as they conquer other fictional lands, such as like Narnia. It's like it's like fucking Kingdom Hearts, but evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they like and their fragile minds are just corrupted. Like not even they're just boys. Like if you take if you if you convince like these young boys, prepubescent boys, like that they are immortal because they are. Yeah. Like, Neverland, and they can well, fly Rufio and died. shit. He did die, but like he they wasn't don't going age, to age. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like they okay. just have this power and like seemingly hundreds of years of battle experience. Yeah. Like I imagine they could dominate a lot of different wor- like Wonderland. Narnia, you know, Middle Earth, like, like I just like I would just love the idea of them dominating Hogwarts. You know what I mean? Just showing up, showing up, being like hard Hogwarts. <laughs> he shows up with a fuck Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, Wait, like what? you know, it's that butt too. So he's like, yeah. I heard you had a chosen one. You know what <laughs> what <I mean? laughs> why are they transcending universes? All why of a sudden, not? I mean, if they could like go from the real world to Neverland, why not to these other places? It's you true, know I mean? especially with London. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like a major thing you're throwing in there. What the fact that Yo, you can go to other fictional universes? Hold on, universes? hold yeah. on. I'm gonna stop you right there. Uh, Sorry. Kingdom Hearts. Sure. <laughs> All right. That's a fucking thing that happened. That's right. still happening. Mm. In which you yeah. can, yeah, those worlds collided. All those worlds collided. It's possible. Okay. Yeah. I, I know it's but that very was like high the concept. Premise. Super Mario RPG. It's possible. It's very high concept. I'm not denying that. You no, know, it's just I I find the idea of this chunky black kid, like. Like resting on a throne of pirate bones, very funny to me. <laughs> That's all. just Pretty. like picking his teeth with the bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I think it's wonderful. So let's let's get to our first comet storm. Are we doing Kermit's? Kermit's. All right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. The comets have slowed down quite a bit. Understandably, um, we've been away because for a we've while. been away for a while. It's been a while, uh, but we're gonna go through here and just knock them out. Um, Hopefully, we definitely had more comments than what's showing up. So right. I don't know what the deal is. My phone's being a little wonky wonk. Why are you looking for a comment? I want to know your guys' opinion. Like I'm, I'm a little conflicted. I've, I've been divorced from the Kingdom Hearts series for so long. Sure, me and too. I'm, I'm very invested in seeing it succeed and fail. So, but uh, one of the biggest reasons was that like, you know, they hadn't had a proper sequel in so long, and mm-hmm. they've kept porting stuff. Yeah. In collections that weren't complete. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I have a PS4. Just give me, like, the biggest titles all on PS1. They're package. they're doing, uh, I believe, this year, they're going to release 2.9. That's what I saw in advertisement. everything on the PS4 and the Xbox so my One. My question was, do you think I should get it? And you know me, I don't really care anymore. 
I the think... only thing I like about Kingdom Hearts at this point is the gameplay. Yeah, Some, that... sometimes. Sure. sure. Do you think I should bite? I would. I would just because right. at, at that point you'll have every Kingdom Hearts game ever created on two discs or one disc, right? In 1080p, hopefully 4K for PS4 pre users. Like it's hard for me to care. Right, but at this point, like it's you're nostalgia. getting, it's the value of getting every single game in one game. I understand, but if I never really play them all, uh, but okay, but here's the thing though. Yeah. So you love your PS4. Yeah. You sold your PS3. Yeah. You haven't played Kingdom Hearts. Since the PS2 era, I'm True, assuming. I only played the first two. Great. So at this point, if you want to play the first two games again mm. in glorious 1080p. Glorious. 60 FPS, maybe. Who knows? Mm, delicious. Uh, on the PS4, mm. then this is the time to do it. Because right now, 2.8 came out, and you cannot play Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 on the PS4. Only on PS3. So now it's 2.9 is the one. Yeah. Well, you know why it took so long? It's because no. they, lo so they lost... For Final Fantasy X, Kingdom Hearts 1, and Kingdom Hearts 2, they lost all of the assets for the original game. They lost, like, all... Yeah, so they had either. they had to, like, redo the games. Like, they basically oh, had to take, take what they had, their final products, mm. and basically re-digitize everything they could, like, brick by brick, because Square Enix lost the uh those games that's why it took forever Jeez. to see okay. bomb 10 get re-released and and uh kingdom hearts okay because it's been a while since we've seen kingdom hearts game uh let alone like a port to play it sure and uh that, that's what i heard is that they they uh, had to rebuild the game from the ground up i'll think about it we'll see i i think it's just me but i can't stand the the point the point somethings on, t on like the 2.8s and why don't you like that it's I don't know. It just it feels like they're not committing to me. Well, I th I th they're trying to say like we're not three yet. Well, I yeah. think that's the issue is that every time, every motherfucking time, that yo they should just make Hook the world for Peter Pan at this point. What? Like imagine if like we go we'll to Peter Pan up. world, we go to Peter Pan world, and it's like, it's Hook, it's the Hook version. In Peter oh, Pan world. I see what you're saying. Because like time has moved on like, since in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. The way they need to represent Peter Pan is Hook. Is like Hook. Yeah. Get like get like a Robin Sweet. Williams looking dude. Be great. Just tight. I just want just make three, and then as new Disney movies are coming out, patches, somehow. <sighs> That's too much, for for Square. What you're describing is like true. Um, what was that thing called that they recently stopped production on? Mm. Uh, uh, with the fucking toys, uh, Amiibo? No, uh, Disney Infinity. Infinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, it's not a bad idea. I mean, I would have done it. You know, you know, it's crazy cool. It's it's cool. It's cool, but also shitty. Mm. If you collected every single Disney Infinity toy and put it into your game save of Disney Infinity, you unlocked a special Mickey Mouse that would wield Sora's Keyblade. Oh, that's pretty tight. And you could King King, oh Yeah, you could practically you can you could that's so cool. you could practically use the sword. That's like, pretty tight. It's pretty that's really cool. It's tight, but like let's just think about the amount of money that mm -hmm. people have to spend to get that. True. And uh, I can't believe how quickly they 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 dropped it because it was doing so goddamn well. You just gave me an idea for next podcast topic. Great. I hope we remember. remember. Sure. Yeah. What is it? You want Oh, you just want Say like, it so we know it. I want to talk about what is a like, but the reason I don't want to talk about it is because I don't want you guys to talk about it. Because sure. we're gonna talk about it next time. But we'll don't want to think about it, it. Yeah, I don't even want you guys to think about it. But sure. it's what what makes a game complete. What is a complete game? Oh shit, that's a good topic. Mm, I have big that's a really good topic. Great. Anyway, you have a Kermit. Kermits. Um, I think I have Kermits. According to my inbox, we haven't gotten a Kermit in about a month. Um, <laughs> so oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So. This is from uh, Marcus McGee. Hello, Marcus McGee. Hey, guys. Hey, just wanted to say I love listening to the podcast, and this is my first time writing a comment. Mm. Anyways, Gerard says perfect game would be something akin to a 2D platform with RPG elements. To that, I would recommend the game Salt and Sanctuary. For all intents and purposes, this game is 2D Dark Souls, and I think Gerard would like it. Also, my favorite words of wisdom from Al is the one about enjoying both sides of toast because it reminds me of the Great Butter Battle of, by Dr. Seuss, mm. which is about these two countries going to war over which is the proper side of butter toast. I think these countries had Al's words of wisdom. They may have escalated the war into mad, mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Thanks, Marcus. Salt mm. and Sanctuary. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah. I definitely been meaning to get into it because I, I, I definitely. It's just 
to me, indie games on Steam are wonderful, but it's also a curse because you never feel like you're ever going to finish them all. Why? Oh, there's uh, just too many. Yep. There's too many games. There's too, I, do you feel that? Do you feel this might be another? Have you, you, seen, topic, have you seen my Steam list? There's over a thousand games I own, gifted from fans. Do you feel the compulsion years. to go, to play these? No, no, no. I just feel like I should play the ones that are super important. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I I played Owlboy for a while. I didn't finish it. I should get back into playing Owlboy. I haven't finished um, it either. Steamroll Dig and Dig Two coming out. I really want to play Steamroll Dig. Like they, those games are awesome, but like, I just haven't. Had the motherfucking time to do it. Can't play everything, dog. Can't play everything. I'm too busy you playing video games play to, to play, play video, video games. games. I want that quote life. everywhere. If I die tomorrow, that's the quote I want to go out and being remembered as. Just on your tombstone? On my tombstone. That's the fucking quote. What would you wow. want on your tombstone? Me? Mm. You guys are keep putting me on the spot today. That's, that's the point quote. of that's this. That's a shitty quote to That's the point of this you podcast. You guys are putting me on the spot. <laughs> And dot dot dot. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. Oh, what do I want in my tombstone? Pepperoni, mushrooms. Boom! <laughs> I don't even want to know anymore. Uh, you want that you, in your tombstone? You lost your privilege. No, Can he's we, referencing an old commercial. Can we put in one of those tombstone commercials? Brad, put in your favorite of those. What do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni and cheese. Time for Tombstone Pizza, made with the good stuff. Real pepperoni, real cheese, so it's always real good. What do you want on your tombstone? Just a little taste. Nope. As if Brad has a favorite. He's going to get one. Maybe you'll watch them. There's uh, there's only like four of them, aren't there? Sure. Those old Tombstone Pizza. They're hilarious. Oh, the production value is great. All right. That's a good Kermit. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. McGee. That's a good Appreciate Kermit. Appreciate it. Uh, the Queen of Glitches. Hey. Uh, Kermit is her title. Hey to everyone on the podcast. I just wanted to start with the standard thank you for all the amazing content. I spent the past year studying for a Japanese exam while working full-time in retail. Oh. And some days it was these podcasts and the backlog of the completionist videos that helped me keep my sanity. Mm. I look forward to watching it all over again while I study for the, my next level of exam. In your video of Superman 64, you mentioned that both Superman 3 and Batman vs. Superman were both better than Superman 64. Mm. But you didn't talk about Superman 4, a film that tried to pass off the headquarters of the company I currently work for as the UN and is regularly proclaimed to be one of the worst films ever made. Whoa, no way! (laughs) My question is, what would you rather do? Complete Superman 64 again or watch all the Christopher Reeves movies without breaking, knowing they inevitably are going to become awful and writing so bad they forgot that people cannot breathe in space. That's so easy. Looking forward to hearing your answers, Cat. That is such an easy question, Cat. I'm going to say watch the movies. Absolutely. Without breaking. Watch. What does she mean without breaking? Like, like laughing? Just, without, no. Ooh. No, that's not what she means. I think it's more like, like getting like, uh, like really upset at the fact that you're watching it. That's breaking? I Two think, of I those feel, movies are actually pretty okay. Yeah. And then three and four is like, all right, no problem. You know? Yeah. They're shitty, but we'll make... So you just check out? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think at this point, enough time's passed to like enjoy the how bad they are. What if it's laughing? Like, Without not laughing? laughing? Yeah. I can do that, too. I can do yeah. that easily. I can sit through a movie and be pretty pissed off the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some shit. Superman... Seen some shit. ...was okay. Superman 2 was okay. I, like, I just wish Richard Donner had stayed on it. Uh, Superman 3 had a supercomputer and Richard Pryor... There's that. That's true. And then there was Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. That one, there's a great documentary on Netflix um, about these two guys who created a film company. And they basically made sequels and B-version knockoffs of various films. And all Mm. of them were bad, but they were massive successes. Wait, are you talking (laughs) about the, the dudes that made the Apple? Yes. Yeah, you're talking about the what are they called? Not the Cannon Brothers. They're the guys that did Evo. They're the um, they're brothers. Yes, they're from like the Middle East. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. Israeli. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're yeah. fucked up. Like, yeah, they make shitty movies. They made so <laughs> shitty movies that uh, during the documentary, uh, they they found out there being a movies being made about them. So after the documentary was released, they made their own documentary about themselves. The, like, yeah, they're shady oh dudes, God. but they were the ones that made Superman four. A que- so, do you guys think the title of Superman 4 is Superman 4, uh, The Quest for Peace, or do you think it's Superman 
for the quest for peace. Superman for the pest, the the quest for peace. They didn't. They they like didn't try. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, dude, you guys have no idea how how terrible that game is. It's so bad. It's not. It's so frustratingly bad. Cheat codes cannot save it. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I will gladly watch those movies in a row. I will watch those movies twice <laughs> before I even consider touching the controller again. So. Thank you for the question. Good Kermit. That's a good Kermit. That's a good Kermit. Thank you, and good you know Kermit. what? Thank you, Cap, for watching and supporting us. We really appreciate it. And and study. Stu- oh, yeah. Japanese. Yeah. Good yeah. call. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Uh, that one video <clears throat> Galaxy podcast comment. Dear Gerard, Brett, and Ted. Actually, it says Al. Sorry. But now it's Ted. <laughs> but now it's Ted. <laughs> Uh, hello. First of all, I want to say thank you. I've been a fan of Completions for a very, very long time, and the dedication you put into your craft is inspiring. Thank you. I've always been a fan of long-form content on YouTube that has a lot of effort and love put into it, and it makes me sad to see the changes to the platform is making it harder and harder to do mm. by the day. Despite that, though, you continue to do that no matter what. You, uh, you, despite that, though, you continue to do what you love no matter how hard you have to work for it. And as a fan, I respect it very much. Anyways, on to the question. Recently, I've been going through some tough times. I came out as a lesbian to my family, and they're not exactly happy about it. Without getting into too much detail, we haven't spoken about two or three months now, and I was taking it pretty hard. Then, out of nowhere, I was browsing Steam, and I found a $10 game called Momodora Revere Under the Moonlight. It's a Metroidvania game, uh, a little bit like Dark Souls mixed in there. Sorry for the comparison, Gerard. I sat down and played it at about 4 p.m., and a buddy of mine actually came over and watched me play it about a half an hour later. Mm-hmm. We stopped after 100% into the game at 6 a.m. Wow. It has been so long since I sat down and enjoyed a new game front to back with a friend. It reminded me of sitting down and playing games with my brother, and it made me feel so much better. My question is, what is the game, what is the last game that really helped you through a hard time in your life? Lots of love, Minori. P.S., Consider buying you guys copies of the game on Steam, but we all know how somebody treats free games. Let's talk about Al. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I like free games. What's the name? <laughs> of the game? No. Of the... Of the commenter. Minora? Minori. M-I-N-O-R-I. Minori? Minori? Hey, thanks for the question. Yeah, that's a, that was Thank a great you. question. I'm sorry that you... That uh, your family was so so difficult against you on that stuff that stuff is so there is no in my opinion there is no right or wrong way of coming out i think that um if your family loves you they'll care about you and sometimes families are so hard to understand and be there for you uh it's so difficult and uh you know all i can say is like you are very courageous for having to experience it and it it definitely hurts a lot when your family doesn't really believe in what you're who you are what you're doing yeah and that support gone yeah it's it's your whole life gone it's it's like you're you know like she said in her in her comment that it reminded her of the time she played with her brother and i can only imagine now what the relationship is like because of this and so that's uh, our hearts are with you in in that time of struggle and i'm glad that we are there for you uh, when 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 no one else is um, the last game that helped me get through a dark time holy shit um man that's a toughie that's a toughie boy um oh I thought I thought we had an earthquake or something um I don't know Brett you want to go first <laughs> I don't know I'm trying to think uh I'm not even sure I remember the last dark time and like like I'm fortunate enough that any like sadness in my life has been pretty quick. You know what I mean? There's not hasn't been anything in a while where like I could play through a game sure during the duration. Uh but uh yeah, I'm not sure, man. Maybe I'm just fortunate here, you know? I'm not really sure. I'll I'll, I'll I guess I could say one that was recent for me and one that sticks out to me. Um the most recent game that helped me get through a, a dark time was Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. During the holidays here in the office, we were wor- we worked all through Christmas, and the complete-a-thon and and the brand deals for For Honor and my con schedule starting up. Uh, it was so hard to genuinely enjoy uh, my life. I was just so difficult with 
the amount of pressure I was under. And uh, every time I played Final Fantasy 15, I just I could not stop loving the journey. And the end, uh, by the end, I was crying the whole time. Um, oh, and it definitely resonated with me. I think one game, uh, that's like that's more recently. I think another game that really helped me through a, a dark time. Um, uh, and it's gonna sound super weird. Spanky's Quest for the Super Nintendo. Um, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. What is Spanky's Quest? So I'll get to it. Um, so in the early years of the Completionist, uh, I was uh, dating this woman who I thought I was going to marry. I Ooh. thought I, I, I had the ring. I was like ready. You had a to, ring. I, I, I didn't have it on me, but I had just put the down payment for the reservation for it. Like That's I crazy. just was like. Here, because my whole thing was, and still is to this day, I wasn't ready for marriage or to start a family until I was financially or or confident in my ability to survive financially. You were gonna ask some chick to marry you, dude? We were together for four and a half years. Uh, hey, we you were, were gonna ask some chick to marry you? I was, I was, yeah, I was young, I was young, I didn't Holy know any better. Shit. That's a long time, four yeah, years. Yeah, four, That's four and a half years. Time. We were together, oh basically my entire college career into into the completionist. And uh, she she broke up with me mm-hmm. um, at a YouTube party. And to give you an idea, I think I had like twenty, maybe thirty thousand subscribers at the time. So it was still not even not even nine months into making the completionist. And so um, she broke up with me outside of, of my buddy's house. And I, well, here's the thing: she wanted to break up with me at a dinner meeting later that week. And I caught her right then when she said that because she was like, she did one of the things she was like, Hey, let's, let's have a meeting. Let's have a dinner. And it's like, that's a red flag. Like no one says, let's have a dinner when you're in a relationship of four and a half years and not expect me to be like, um, excuse me. What does that mean? Let's have a dinner. Yeah. Like I, the minute she, the way she said it, the way she was like, Let's have a dinner together. Even and I was if it like, was, let's have dinner. I'd be like, what do you mean? Let's have dinner. Like you, what you should say after four and a is, half years is what are we eating tonight? Right, right, right. And so sure. in that moment, I called her on it. I was like, you're going to break up with me. And she was like, <gasps> like she like made a visceral noise. She's, the, noise. she's the lead singer uh, disturbed. For she, a she didn't know. No. She, didn't, she was like, you're wrong. She like immediately started swelling up in her eyes and she told me she didn't love me anymore. And yeah. that was, that was it. That was the end of the relationship. And so I was like, okay. And I like cold, like stone cold was like, okay, that's the end of the relationship then. Mm. And I didn't process it at all. I just was like, in the back of my mind, I just was like, that sucks. Yo, next week's game is Diddy Kong Racing. I should probably get beating that. And so I went home oh and I just started completing game after game after game mm-hmm. after game after game after game. And then fast forward six, seven months later, and I'm sitting there like working on on uh, on that week's episode, mm. and I just was like, "Oh my god, she broke up with me!" It like it like took seven that, months. It took seven months for me to realize that I've been broken up with. That's crazy. And the process that was like, "Holy shit!" Like I was about to marry this woman. I was about to spend the rest of my life with her. Wait, wait, wait. Did the woman your, granted if she said money, yes. Did you get your money back for the ring? Oh, absolutely I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After seven months? <laughs> no, I got it right away. Like, I went the next day and it was like, didn't work out. And they were like, all right, here you go. Oh. I, I paid I paid extra for insurance. And, and so I got the whole refund back. So I was I wonder, good. I wonder how often they get that. They, I'm sure they do. You'd be surprised. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I uh, that week, Greg and I were talking about, like, what game should we play? And I was, like, thinking – you know, like dig, I wanted to dig super deep into a game that was really bizarre mm-hmm. and weird and one that I never thought I would remember from my childhood. Mm. And so, um, I had this friend, Andy, when I was a kid, we were three years old and we always would go to his house and watch Nickelodeon's guts and, uh, you know, Doug, Hey Arnold, like all that stuff. And, uh, I remember, there was a game about a monkey that we kept playing. It was just, I couldn't remember the name of the game, and it had this like jazzy like it was like really jazzy music, and I couldn't fucking think of the goddamn name. I was going crazy, and so I went to Twitter and I said, "Has anyone ever remembered a game in which you're a monkey and you blow up bubbles and you fight fruit and vegetables?" 
and immediately someone was like, yo, that's Spanky's Quest. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and so I found that game, and I lost myself for about two weeks mm, playing it. Nice. And I, it was a hard game. It sucks. It was a bad game. But I enjoyed every second of it. And when I was finally done, I was right like, on. fuck this game. This game is in the ocean, as well as everything else in my life. Let's fucking go. But I do remember the first comment on the video, someone was like, you know what? This video wasn't very good. And I immediately was like, fuck you. Like, I wanted to reach to the screen and be like, you don't know shit about my life. And I just realized, oh, man, like, maybe I should just they don't know shit walk away and not like this guy has no idea what's going on with me. But that, that yeah. comment was like the fucking bullet to the chest. And I was like, I went all Hulk. And that's my story about Spanky's Quest. I'm glad Spanky's right. Quest could help you. Thank you. And thank you for the comment. Ted, do you have one? Um, I don't really have one. Uh. But, but I I can't say like when when I don't have a game I'm like actively into I'm just kind of down. Oh really? Yeah. So when you don't have like a an interest game in your mind, you're kind of like bummed out because you're not thinking about the experience. Yeah, like I if I'm not like part way through a game and I'm just in between games I really 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 want to play, and I'm like not as motivated. Dude, I have a library of games I can like give you any game you want that right, you would but, like want to go on that journey but like it during my life sure you know you're gonna be just fine here ted Thank have you. a lot of games you're actually gonna probably play are you are you trying to hug me are you trying to go for a hug do you, you <laughs> maybe afterwards <laughs> this is why ted's here everyone great. all right let's do one more kermit only one more kermit <laughs> that was a good a, kermit that was a good kermit it was, it was. A good kermit Let's see here. This is a this is a big big Kermit. But I'm gonna read it. Big Kermit. This one is a mighty fine Kermit. Dear Gerard, Al, and Brett, Ted, thank you guys for the delicious ear treats every week. Gerard, I have happily enjoyed all your content. And then he put bracket art for many years now. I appreciate your your authenticity and devotion for all you have to do. You're not only completionist for games, you're completionist for relationships and fans as well. Oh, shit. You're willingly Damn. pouring your heart out and share things with us that most internet entertainers don't or won't do. Thank you for the opportunity to sympathize with us and alongside you and share in some of the griefs you've overcome over the years. Mm -hmm. Yo, that's like fucking way too close to what we just talked about. You nailed it. Should you guys find yourselves in North Louisiana and something drastic would have taken place to get you guys in up there, there are seats at our table for you guys. Done. I mean, we'd have to order food because I can't cook, but there will be seats. Great. Pleasant treats okay. aside, okay. I have a question for you all. Oh. What's your weirdest gaming memory while staying over at a friend's house? Mm. It doesn't necessarily have to be a weird gaming moment Ooh. per se. I'm talking about some straight weirdness that occurred while playing a game at someone's house. My story, this is 100% true. When I was a kid, I went to my neighbor's house to play Kirby's Avalanche for the Super Nintendo. Mm. Pretty fun game. I never hear a lot of people talk about it. My neighbor was a little, a little younger than me at the time, and he was what I now know to be a smearer. I'm sure the smearer, smearing was acted out due to some mental health issues, which aren't funny. But, bro, there was so much poop. He would put it on light switches. Oh, my God. I'm talking about actual shit. They, they put shit everywhere. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm sure that smearing was acted out due to some mental health issues, which aren't funny. But, bro... There was so much poop. I don't believe this. He would put it on the light switches and doorknobs, basically anywhere someone would touch it. Nah. So I would go there to play some Kirby when I see the <laughs> SNES controller has an imitation of Nike swoosh of butt chocolate on the buttons. I'm going to let you guys know. Pause. You guys don't know this. Ted is a an incredible germaphobe. <laughs> Look at that face. Look at that face. Ted hates the any of that. only avalanche I would have that day would have been the avalanche of Dookie decorating my thumbprints. Didn't talk to him much after that. They moved, and I never got to play Kirby's avalanche ever again. I hope this story brought you some joy. If it made you laugh, it was worth the pain. Thanks. Is the story Nick. here? Butt chocolate. Is the story God. here, Nick, that you like walked into the room and were like, ah. Uh. Like, holy shit. Like, was it that obvious? Because if I walked into a room and I saw a mark here and a mark there, my first thought wouldn't be, oh, my God, he's a smear. My first thought would be like, what is that? Holy shit. What is all this shit? Holy you know what I mean? shit. What is all this shit? A smearer. I've never heard that term, a smearer. Never, never in my life. A smearer. 
but, are, but I haven't heard that either. Would you assume it was shit if you saw some stuff like that? No. Well, the chocolate, chocolate the, at most. It, the way he described it was like, like it was everywhere. And if it were everywhere, I'd be even less inclined to believe it were shit. Really? Yeah, I'd be like, well, what is this? You know? Holy shit, that's crazy. Like, my, my mind would never leap to some dude being like, I will put poop here, I will poop poop there. But what if it just smelled? You could just smell it. That's different. If that were the case, <laughs> then I would start questioning everything else. Because we're talking about kids here, right? The parents just say, fuck it, to that room? Is that what's going on? Maybe. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Weirdest gaming memory Jesus at a friend's Nick. house. Jesus. At a friend's house. Oh, okay, I got one. Yeah. It was a bad experience. A really bad experience. <laughs> I went over to a sleepover party at my friend's house. I think we were at the time probably like 11 or 12. Uh-huh. And we, like, by the time, like, it was a great friend. And we had bonded, like, you know, that was when we were all into, like, wrestling, you know, like WWE yeah. stuff. Sure. And then I got him a gift and everything. Somehow over the course, this was his birthday. This was his birthday sleepover. Somehow over the course of that night, we ended up hating each other. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Like, to the point where it's like, I can't wait to go home. Oh, but you got him a gift and everything was going grand. I don't know birthday. how it happened, but it was awful. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah, in retrospect, it was probably some deal where it's like the dynamic between him and myself and the rest of our friends was, was changed because mm. it was his birthday. It was his turf. Sure. I probably got salty. He probably got salty at something like it was different and we got upset at each other. Okay. Mm. That's probably what it was. But back then it was just a bad experience. But we were playing games all night, specifically WCW. I remember two games from that night. Versus Siphon then, Filter. Okay. <laughs> terrible. And WCW, WCW Thunder. Oh, okay. Terrible. Thunder. Both terrible games. Maybe that's why I, we fell out. <laughs> the games like, are bad. These games are terrible. You have bad games. Yeah. What about you, Ted? Um, it's not necessarily at a friend's house, but at daycare, we got like special time in the basement. Ted, I know that sounds stop. really Ted, weird. Stop. Stop. Ted. Stop. What Stop. does this mean? Stop. Ted, this Stop. is your first episode here. Stop. Tread carefully. You're not going to do this, Ted. Go ahead. Okay. Ted. I'm willing Ted. to hear no. it. I'm Sorry. willing to hear it. Ted, <laughs> I swear to God. Privilege If time. you do this now, in front of everybody, I'm going to be so mad. Do you hear the story? No. But this is, it was where privilege could time. it possibly we go? We earned it. Okay. You, we earned you this earned... time. If we were good. Oh, no. Okay. Two, two kids. At this daycare, got to go downstairs. This is a gated downstairs, so you like none of the other kids could go down there. Ted, okay, is a is a big basement, and down there is just. I don't remember what else was in the room, but it was dark. Ted, <laughs> for the love of God, don't! Oh my God, don't! This is a good story. Get hurry up and tell don't it before we this. kill you. Uh, so basically. The main part of this basement was a TV and a Super Nintendo. I'm still afraid. Okay. And we we would just get time to go down there and play. Like, two of us Who would go down there. Who this? Nobody. Our daycare lady would be like, or we, I don't, I don't remember how it worked. Like, we would ask or she would, like, at, like allow us to or something, and we'd t- take turns or something. But we'd go down and play, like, Ninja Turtles or Troddlers Sorry, what? Troddlers? What the hell is Troddlers? Yeah, it's, it's like, a game. It's like a troll game and you like make boxes. It was terrible. But <laughs> Okay. But it was st- uh, still stuck in my mind. Uh what else what other games we would play? So you're telling me if you be Just a mishmash. If you behaved well at daycare, it was like little Ted. It's time for you to go to the reward. Oh basement. my goodness. No, no, she was she was a mean lady. And yet she was a real mean lady. And yet she would let you go down to the reward basement. Yeah, it was like a way to like control our behavior. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what a great story, Jesus Christ! Uh, my <laughs> terrifying. My my weirdest gaming experience. Uh, I was a bit older. I um. So my mom, my mom always took care of me in regards to like my gaming needs. I was always whining and emotional and a baby about it, and she always was like, "Well, you're my youngest, so I want to take care of you." Mm. And so, um, I, uh, 
I had just I don't remember how I got this. I do. My local game store had imported this special Donkey Kong 64 banana controller. It had the banana it looked like a banana, it had the banana things on the bottom in the center to DK64 and uh, it's my favorite controller. I'm still trying to find one to replace it because I broke it. Um, but I broke it because of the story. So I won this controller at a tournament, at a Donkey Kong Country speedrunning tournament that was at um, the the uh, game place. Uh, we had to pick one level from DKC, the franchise, and speedrun it. And as most of you Beer Rose fans know, I am really fucking good at Donkey Kong Country 2. So I chose a second game, picked a level, committed to it. That's where I went. I won the controller, and they gave me a free copy of Donkey Kong 64 with the RAM expansion. I was so stoked. I went home, and I, I, I beat the shit out of that game 101% or 201%, whatever it was. And uh, I, was, I was super stoked. Kid in my fifth grade class uh, named Shannon... Uh, he and I were talking about the game, and he was having a hard time playing it. So he invited me over to his house to play it. So I went over there, and uh, his parents, I don't remember if they were having a divorce mm. or if they were just duking it out a lot. But I remember being terrified the entire time I was there yeah, because – they would yell and scream and it went through the walls and it would shake the whole house. And all he wanted to do was 100% finish DK 64 and he wasn't good enough to do it. And so he knew that I could and we would constantly be playing this game back and forth to the point where we probably went eight to 10 hours doing it consistently. And his mom came in and was like, Gerard, do you want to stay the night? And immediately I was going to say, no, thank you. <laughs> but before I could, Shannon was like, yeah, he's staying. And I turned to him and I was like, I don't know if I want to stay. I probably should go home. And the mom was like, you should stay. Trust me, you should stay. Uh, and I kept going, I, I have to talk to my mom about this. I'm not sure if this uh, is okay. That's weird. Dude. I have to talk to them. <laughs> and the mom just kept getting more. Talk to your mother and see what she says. We'd love to have you for dinner and stay the night. And, like, got more stern and more aggressive about making me stay at this house. That's and so, eventually, that's what tactic. I did was I beat the game at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. We stayed up all night. I beat the game, finished it. Shannon was passed out, and I called up my brother. Uh, I, like, like, woke up my whole house. And I talked to my brother, and I was like, you need to pick me up. Oh, and he just got his license, so he came over and picked me up, and I went home. And I never heard that kid ever again. You never don't, talked oh. to him again? No, no. <laughs> what was his name? His name is Shannon. I don't remember the rest of his name, like first la or middle name or last name. But Dude, uh, I hope that kid's okay. Yeah, I was just very – I was very scared for him. It Like, I knew that that was sc a scary place to be in. I didn't want to be there. Yeah, I just wow. felt it. I was like, this is not a place for me to be. You're lucky she didn't put you in the fucking basement with the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Seriously, with with him as my friend? No, that's a, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, okay, Ted. That, okay, that Ted. Was a, that was the best time. Mm -hmm. Sure, it was. <laughs> it was a bad day here. Guys, this has been an incredible podcast. Probably one of my one of my more favorite ones we've done in a while. Yay! Uh, welcome, Ted. Welcome, Thank Ted. You. Ted, you. you did a great job. We talked a lot uh, today about I'm games. Good movies ted i i gave al a sign out segment and i'll let you do one uh ted uh tell us something oh no all right this is oh, no. from now on ted <laughs> mm -hmm. this is your end bit okay your end bit is to find the most weird or awkward fact you fact that you know and share it with us so it'd be ted's awkward facts ted's awkward facts okay do you know one right now yeah all right, Ted's awkward facts, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. So, the they have things for birds in cages, like pet birds. Mm. They have cuddle bones that birds can just pick off of, like to eat, and that's just like a fun thing. And cuttlefish are like really awesome, and like that's terrible. So they just <laughs> take they take this like bone from the cuttlefish. 
and and just sell it to pet birds. And that's I like now great. That this is gonna be the easiest bit in the world because <laughs> the fact doesn't have to be awkward at all. Because I was like, oh, that's interesting, but it's just the way you deliver. Yeah, you could be anything, man. It could be anything. Hell, man. Next week you can say that same thing. Ted, thank you for being here. It's gonna be yeah. an interesting podcast with you now joining us. I hope you guys like Ted as much as we do. Shout out to Al. We miss you, brother. We, we, we love you, really, Al. I, uh, guys, if you really like this podcast, do us a favor. Follow us on iTunes and Android. I know that there's a link in the description below. Uh, give us some love. Subscribe to us there to get up to, up to date on all the fun stuff. And uh, if you're new here, thanks for being here. I'm Gerard. I'm Brett. And I'm Ted. And we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the That One Video Galaxy podcast. Stay awesome. Bye. Doing a little earthbound thing here. I'm doing that thing that cats do. Cats do this? Yeah.